In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Who is the person responsible for providing at a wedding? The bridegroom usually relies on someone to be master of the feast, while the bridegroom himself enjoys the feast. The master of the feast provides food and wine, but only at the bridegroom's command and under the bridegroom's direction. And as you would expect, to be without food and drink, an organized feast, is an embarrassment and a failure a sign of rashness and ignorance on the groom's part. Nobody wants to be at a wedding party when there's no food and no drink, let alone host such a party. Yet it is Jesus, a guest, who does the hosting. At Cana, Jesus takes the place of the master of the feast. He says, fill the water pots with water. He says, draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast. The servants drew out the best wine the wedding party had ever tasted, and it was saved for last. Jesus saves the whole wedding from scorn and shame, and he turns what would have been a disaster into something beautiful. He turns the oversight of not having enough wine into a perfect design. And thus Jesus also takes the place of the bridegroom to create order amidst chaos, to protect the bride from a shameful day. At Cana, Jesus begins to show himself as eternal bridegroom, master of the feast of salvation. Now this is the first of miracles done by Jesus, and it sets the stage for how Jesus cares for his church. He cares for his church as a bridegroom does for his bride. A good bridegroom acts in love early and often. He wants his bride to know that he cares for her and that he will always take care of her. He wants her to know what's going on and that he will be with her through everything that goes on, whatever the struggles are. He wants her to know now that she'll be able to rest at the end of the day. And when it comes time, the bridegroom is willing and does lay down his life for his bride, his life to protect hers. In the miracle of water turned to wine at Cana, Jesus begins to make himself known. Christ's action of love are manifests, a word that means apparent, obvious. At Cana, we get a glimpse of how Jesus listens to our pleas for help and how he acts on them. Jesus shows himself to be bridegroom of the church. He listens and hears to his bride's prayers. He sees a need and meets the need just as a bridegroom would do. He is always present there for her, and he works to give her rest, resolution, absolution, from all her troubles and sufferings. 
It starts at the wedding feast at Cana. When there's a need, do whatever he says, and he does. When the Apostle Paul explains headship for Christ and the church, we see that Paul is talking about more than just husbands and wives. He is talking also about bodies and heads. As elsewhere in his epistles, Paul explains we are members of his body. We are all members of the one body of Christ. And thus the comparison, for the husband is the head of the wife, and also Christ is the head of the church. He is the savior of the body. To be a member of Christ's body means that we are one with him. We are in union, and we receive protection and love from our head, Christ. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord Christ does for the church. The miracle at Cana is just the beginning of Christ's earthly ministry. The church sees Christ beginning to do as bridegroom for bride. And it is apparent here that Christ's motivation, his intent, his direction and movement throughout his life, throughout his ministry, throughout his dying and his rising, is that he would make his love for the church known to the church. That is why he cleanses the leper. That is why he heals the sick. That is why he makes men and women full again. That is why he rises the dead. All of Christ's actions are, all of his actions by nature are, done in love toward his church. At Cana, the wedding guests are the ones receiving his love. At Calvary, the whole world receives his love. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Jesus showed himself to be generous and compassionate and chaste and decent in what he said and in what he did. His first of miracles here at Cana sets the stage for the rest of his work, all the way up to his generosity and compassion during Holy Week. At Cana, he submitted, willfully obedient to his mother's beckoning to provide for the wedding. At Calvary, he submitted, willfully obedient to his father's call to the cross. Christ's actions are not motivated to himself, but outward, directed at the church, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. That means Christ's actions are directed to you, the church. Just as Christ made the wedding at Cana to be good again, Christ makes you good again. In Cana, Christ directs the servants to fill six water pots, and by his word, the bride and the groom and all present at the party are saved. In Sussex, Christ directs his servants to fill a 28-sided water pot, and by Christ's word, the bride and groom and all present here are saved. Christ shows himself here in the water and the word. 
He establishes and manifests his cleansing word of forgiveness. He shows himself to husbands otherwise destined for scorn, to wives otherwise destined for shame. He shows himself to everyone sitting at the wedding feast otherwise destined for suffering, and yet he gives eternal pleasure. Christ's actions are for you, that he might present you to himself as a glorious church, not having a spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she, that's you, should be holy and without blemish. And Christ, your head, has. He has preserved you from shame, from scorn, from rashness and ignorance, from undersight. There are no spots or wrinkles or blemishes for you. You are, if you'll excuse the expression, pure as snow before it becomes slush. So submit to this, that the Lord Jesus Christ comes to you. He comes to you and gives you his presence. Submit to this, that he is your bridegroom, and in him you have rest. You have cleansing. He is the master of the feast, and he gives you his body. Well, he gives you the best wine there ever was. And he points you with this beginning of miracles at Cana to the greatest miracles of all, his death and his resurrection, where he gave himself up for you that you would have what he has. Come to the feast, because it is where God makes himself known to you. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.